Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. What is up, podcast world? Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where we talk about hustle, grind, success, failure, all of those things in my journey and some others along the way. I hope that I've been able to bring you all value through these podcasts. And if I have, please be sure to leave a review and send me a DM on Instagram, on Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of and your thoughts. I do this all for you. And as always, please, please be sure to share this with your friends, family, coworkers, employees. I can't begin to tell you how much this stuff means to me. Thank you so much, sincerely gotten a few requests for for this one and I think it's a very um, valid uh, request that I've received on this one and it's relationships and it's relationships when it comes into your success, your career, your goals, your drive, all of those things because let's be honest, it's extremely important to have a partner who supports you in all of your endeavors, right? Whether it be your goals, whether it be problems at work, whether it be problems with your business, success with your business, success in your career. And this also goes for your friends and family too. They are exactly on the same wavelengths. And many studies have shown that individuals with a supportive spouse are more likely to strive for success. And having a support system is crucial when it comes to your mental state. But additionally, we can't be strong all the time. Let's be honest, as much of a hard exterior people like to put on and that you've got it all the time and it's only up to you and you're the only one that can kind of push through everything, it's a crock of crap. There are moments when we have darkness. There are moments when we have self, self-doubt. self There are moments when we just need a little bit of a kick in the ass in order to drive us forward or some words of wisdom that help us 
to drive forward towards those goals. And just basically someone who can support you emotionally and help you fight your battles. Not do them for you, but helps you become that true character deep down in your core that you are to drive closer to success. So choosing a partner that supports those goals, your drive, who you are at the very core is extremely important to not only your goals, right, and your growth, but your mental health. Something that completely gets left behind is your mental health. And being in the right relationship not only will help your mental health, which is number one, the most important thing, but additionally, your success at your job, in your career, in your field, with your business. So let's dive into a few reasons as to how your partner may be hindering your success and your growth. Number one, doubting your abilities. Um, A great example of this would be you sharing your goals, right? Your ideas, your ambitions to your significant other and they shoot them down or persuade you to to doubt your own abilities. I've spoke about implanted negativity and this is a huge source of that because once that happens on a micro scale, it starts to affect the the macro. And let me explain. If there's repetition of this going on each time that you say, here are my goals for this year. Here's what I want to accomplish in my career. Here's where I, you know, what I just want to accomplish as an individual. And your significant other is constantly putting you down or putting doubt in your head about those ideas or those lofty goals then what's going to happen over the macro is in the moment you don't think that it's that big of a deal or maybe you just shrug it off and you don't think anything of it. But let's fast forward six months or a year. All of a sudden, now when you come up with these goals or where you want to go in life or how you want to drive forward in your career, you are going to pause for a moment and second guess yourself. And you're going to second guess yourself because someone implanted that negative Negativity, that doubt, which has now created or formed, excuse me, into self-doubt. And that is extremely unhealthy, again, going back to mental health. And let's admit it, sometimes we have lofty goals, but that doesn't mean your significant other shouldn't support those lofty goals. They should help say that you can do that if you put your head down and you stick to your lane not give you reasons as to why you might not be able to do it. They should believe in your goals. And most importantly, they should believe in you, especially if they're with you. And another great example of this would be them saying something along the lines of, let's say you're in a scenario where you bring up what you want to accomplish at your job or what you want to accomplish or go out and starting a business whatever the case might be, and you get a comment back like, it's a great idea, but don't be bummed out if it doesn't work, or I think you have to be more realistic. I like to call this the dampening of your dreams. The repetition of these comments, again, in doubt, will erode your self-confidence. And let's be honest, a lot of people 
take it takes a lot of time to get that self-confidence. So when you're in a relationship, someone should highlight and bloat that self-confidence. And if they don't and they're constantly going against those thoughts or your goals, then eventually that self-confidence is going to erode away. And that is extremely important when it comes to self-confidence growth and success. You need that self-confidence. Now, granted, there are not going to be the scenarios all the time in those dark moments where you're going to have that other person on your side fighting every second of the day. But when you're in your vulnerable state and you come home to your serenity, your apartment, wherever, and you sit down and you discuss those ideas, those goals, someone should be pushing you to say, you've fucking got this. You've got this shit. And when you come home and you start to discuss those goals and they're constantly suppressing those ideas and providing some playing devil's advocate a little too much, then again, in the macro things, it starts to crumble that self-confidence. And that's extremely important to, again, your mental health, but to your success to drive you forward to accomplish more in life, in your career, in your personal development. Number two, complaining about your work getting in the way. I like to call this the guilty twist. This is where your significant other comments and actions start to create thoughts of guilt and confliction, right? So a clear indicator for this one would be your spouse being jealous of the time and energy you give towards your career or business. I see and hear a lot of this. Of course, you know, to those with drive and ambitions take a lot of time to work and progress in life. But there is a balance, right? There's a balance for both sides of the coin, right? You and that significant other. But in the same in the same breath, if you are having difficulties or working your face off to really drive forward and really strive for greatness and just self-development, then the last thing you need on your side of the table is someone to complain or start an argument with you that you're working too hard or it's interrupting the relationship. Now, let me pause there for a second. If you're constantly working and you've said that you're going to devote X amount of time to that significant other, then yes, there is a fair point to be had. And that's why I said earlier, a clear balance between work and in your personal life, right? And if you're stepping into a relationship and you've made that clear from the start that you are a head-down worker and you put in a lot of time, then the other person stepping into that, that that significant other, should understand the parameters of that relationship going forward. And if it hasn't been defined, then I suggest that you define it and discuss that instead of burying it. I see this happen all the time, and this is stepping a little bit away from the business end of an, and how it affects your relationship and vice versa, but people burying stuff. You cannot bury shit. Bottom line, you cannot bury shit. It doesn't work in business and it doesn't work in a relationship. Communication are the two biggest things that lead to success in a business and in a relationship. If you're going around cleaning your house and you're just shoving shit under the couch and under the rug, eventually that rug is going to have such a great mound that there is no chance that when walking over that rug, you are not going to trip. So discuss where that time lays and how much you're willing to devote to each end of that. And again, someone should be, or your significant other rather, should be supportive of that time spent on your career, not jealous or not threatened by the time in which you're spending on your career. 
Number three, passive-aggressive behavior. The creation of resentment and emotional punishment, as I like to call it. This usually comes with a, a, a movement or accomplishments in your career, and those accomplishments can create resentment or emotional punishment from your significant other through things such as a silent treatment, right? This again, it drives you to second guess your work, your goals, and your potential, and you're potentially feeling guilty about pursuing your goals because again, you're second guessing every single move you do because anytime there was linkage between success, between moving up a peg in, in your career or going out and starting another business, there's an argument or a disagreement that unfolds. And so you make that linkage subconsciously. And what you start to do is say, geez, anytime that I drive harder at work or anytime I go out and create a new business or a new venture or do whatever when it comes to, to growing myself or my business or my career, excelling those things, there's tension that arises in my relationship. So subconsciously what happens is anytime those opportunities get put back on your plate or another opportunity comes up for you to, you know, climb the ladder at at your job, you second guess yourself. You second guess the leap to take those opportunities and really highlight those opportunities because again, subconsciously you know there's going to be tension in the home place. And if you notice a link between your accomplishments and arguments ensuing those accomplishments, it's a great indicator of that passive aggressiveness, that, that behavior. We all need a support system and being acknowledged for our success, our hard work, is what can help to drive more success. And let me repeat that because I think it's extremely crucial. We all need a support system. Again, we cannot be strong all the time. We have moments where we feel dark. We have moments where we feel weak. We have moments where we just can't perform at 110%. And now let me position all of this goes for for the other end of the table, right? If you are the culprit in the relationship and you're the one that's feeling threatened by your significant other's success, then you need to change that shit and you need to change that yesterday. A classic saying, put yourself into someone else's shoes. If you were trying or you were working your face off to climb the corporate ladder or working your face off on on your your quilt business, if you were just working your face off all the time and you came home and you were met with tension, disagreement because of that hard work, think of how you would feel. I've spoke about this this a lot, especially when it comes to business, but we get so busy in life that we do not take a step in someone else's shoes. We do not walk a mile. We don't even take a goddamn inch to understand how somebody else is feeling. And that pisses me off unbelievably. It pisses me off unbelievably because it's extremely hypocritical. If you wouldn't like those things to be done to you, then you should not be pushing that off on someone else. And so you should become really, really goddamn self-aware on your actions and how you're treating someone else. Because if you were put in their shoes for a day and were on the receiving end of those words, those actions, that that self-doubt that you're driving in, or that those little comments every now and again, how would you feel? And ask yourself that question every goddamn time you go in on a situation. Number four, your work success doesn't gain a reaction. So if you climb, 
if you get a, a, a promotion or a bonus and you don't see any visual reaction or they're not there who wrong with you over on your side as as just your 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 fan club, then there's something wrong there. We should all take the time to acknowledge the other person's accomplishments. This is so important because we all like to be acknowledged. As a kid, when you took your first step, let, let's break it down uh, even even more simplistic. A dog. There are plenty of studies that show that you don't need to give a dog a treat when they do something good. Just a praise or saying good boy or good girl helps to drive that tail to wag and they make the correlation between the action they took and the reward they got for the action that they must have done something right. Human beings are the same exact way. When your boss, your manager, your mentor acknowledges you for the things that you've accomplished, the things that you have done, maybe in a a finite moment right in the day or over the course of a year, that drives self-confidence. That drives you to want more of that because you have just been rewarded for that good work, that good deed, and it feels really good. The value exchange. I talk about this all the time. Doing this podcast and getting DMs back from people that are like, you know what? You've helped me to drive forward. You've helped me to, to, to continue to push forward. That means the absolute fucking world to me. And that should mean the world to other people when they get that tap on the back, pat on the back. And that comes down to this home aspect when it comes to your significant other. Number five, encouraging you to quit your job. And there's a, there's a link between some of these here, but if you're constantly met with or conversations or tension being around how many hours you put in or how you go about driving towards your goals or the job you have or the business you have and your significant other is constantly encouraging you to just stop doing what you're doing, it's because a couple of things are happening. They're feeling guilty or they're feeling, excuse me, um, you know, they're, they're fearing the fact that you are accomplishing things in their life and they might not be where you are right now. And that is extremely damaging and it's going to create a fire within and not a good fire. Because the moment that your significant other continues to push you or persuade you to quit your job because it's taking too much time away from the relationship or the fact that they feel threatened by the job or how much you've gained success in life, that is extremely damaging because it is going to hold you back from driving for more success and to have even bigger accomplishments. Number six, your success intimidates them. Cutting you off, and and here's a great example, cutting you off anytime you talk about work. So say you're at a family gathering, you're at a wedding, you're hanging out with friends, you're talking, you're talking over dinner, and you bring up your your business, you bring up your career, the success you've had, and they cut you off immediately. And listen, it might not be very obvious. It might be more of this slide under the rug type thing where they change or shift the subject. You should not need to tone down your work ethic and your drive for your significant other. They should support you and have goals that you support with them as well. 
listen, there's there's studies around it that couples that work out together are, are have a greater chance of staying together. That is in life too. If you have two people who have ambitions, who have drive, who have a hard work ethic, that want to go out there and crush it every fucking day and support each other in those endeavors, then those two people will do really, really well together. But when you have one person that is a polar opposite at 180 degrees and is going out there and working off their face and the other person is constantly crushing that self-doubt and and doesn't have the drive and the ambitions and the goals like the other person, of course they're going to get, they're going to, to become threatened by your accomplishments. Of course they're going to be threatened by what you've done so far in your career or with your business. Two people in a relationship need to support each other. Yes, it is not 50-50 all the time. Again, we have weak moments. We come home, we have a bad day, things didn't go the way we wanted. There are a million different ways in which two people should support each other in their life and where they want to go in life. And none of this should be threatening because those success, those successes create more and more successes for the relationship. But as there's tension pulling in the the opposite direction, when that success happens, then of course that success is going to start to dwindle or that's one side of it, or the relationship starts to dwindle because there's resentment that the other person is now dampering or pulling them down and dragging them down. And it's a huge domino effect. And again, this goes for the other side. If you're guilty of any of, the, any of these, you need to reevaluate what you're doing today and how you would feel if, if that was being done to you. Thanks so much for listening. It means the world to me. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please do so. That way you don't miss any new episodes. And for a closer look into my journey and more motivational content, please be sure to like my page on Facebook at The Motivated Mind Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at The Motivated underscore mind. I've got a lot more to share. I love you all. And thanks so much for listening.